0: The ex-Twitter safety chief is now admitting the Hunter Biden laptop censorship was a, quote, mistake. Really? It only took you, what, 800 days to admit that after you got fired from Twitter? Now, all the big top people at Twitter who worked, you know, three, four hours a week are out doing interviews and going to discussions and events and telling about their time at Twitter. There's one event called inform2022kf.org. It's a conversation on, quote, democracy in the digital age. That's the key word that Democrats are obsessed with now. Democracy, right? We got to protect democracy. So what better place to put a scumbag that actually censored the Hunter Biden laptop story for, you know, 800 days, than to put him on a panel after he's been fired about a conversation on democracy in the digital age. These people are scumbags. Now, the ex-Twitter safety chief said, okay, yes, we did make a mistake censoring the Hunter Biden laptop info. However, as he put it, you've got to understand where we were at the time when we censored it. All of the misinformation that was running around. Now, let's go over that misinformation for a moment. The only misinformation that was going around at that time was misinformation from the Democratic Party, from Democratic leaders, From the FBI, the DOJ, the deep state. That's it, folks. That is the only disinformation that was going around. And it was all about Republicans. It was all about Donald Trump, who was then the president of the United States of America. Remember, they knew that the disinformation they were putting out there was a lie. They knew it. Everybody around them knew it. They knew it because they're the ones that paid for it. They're the ones that created it. In fact, they co-mingled funds between Hillary Clinton's campaign in 2016 and the Democratic National Committee, and they co-mingled staff and lawyers to come up with an absurd story in a dossier that they paid for and created out of thin air that said that the Russians were colluding with Donald Trump. Now, the entire time they knew it was a lie because they knew they created it, and they knew that while they were trying to overthrow the will of the people, Donald Trump And they were impeaching him not once but twice that they were doing it based on information that was a lie. Eric Swalwell, who was literally sleeping with a Chinese spy, the enemy at the time, also knew it. But it didn't matter because this is what you do when you have an election outcome you don't like and you're on the left. You just try to overthrow the will of the people. But to then use that, which is exactly what you're about to hear from this ex-Twitter person, right? When you're about to use that, as the reason why you got bamboozled is insane. Okay? Was not was totally insane. But when you have the ability to go on TV and say whatever the hell you want, and no one will call you out on it, then why not go ahead and say, well, look, you just got to remember, it was a very difficult time. Take a listen. In his own words, the ex-Twitter safety chief, and that, mistake as he calls it to send to the Hunter Biden laptop story interfering literally with our uh, presidential elections do you remember the uncertainty of the
1: of the whole story we didn't know what to believe we didn't know what was true there was there was smoke and ultimately for me uh it didn't reach a place where i was comfortable removing this content from twitter but it set off every single one of my finely tuned apt 28
0: hack and leak campaign So it looked possibly probably it looked possible, folks. There was a possibility. So all of my radars were just buzzing, right? That this was probably, you know, a Russian disinformation. Now, let's go back to one thing about that time. If it was not real and it was a lie, don't you think that the Biden team would have come out and said it's a lie? Why didn't they ask a simple and very basic question? The question would have been, have they said it's not real? Have they mentioned that it's not real? Have they declaratively declaratively come out and said it is not real? Not one time did Hunter Biden, James Biden, Joe Biden, or the Biden crime family come out and say, this is not our laptop. Maybe they could have asked that question. Did they ask any follow up questions about the laptop or did they make any phone calls to those who warn them of possible misinformation with the FBI coming to Facebook or Twitter? Did they call and say, hey, guys, uh, you were talking about misinformation. Is this what you were talking about? Or did they just say, oh, we understand we want the same person to be present that you do. We want it to not be Donald Trump. So we're on the same team here. Is that maybe the conversation they were really having behind the scenes? Of course it was. Otherwise, you would have asked some actual questions. And let me tell you real quick also about our friends over at TurtleBox. If you want to get the ultimate Christmas gift for an outdoorsman or a dude on your list, then you need to buy them Turtle Box. It is the loudest, truly portable, waterproof Bluetooth speaker on the market. This thing is amazing. Uh, It is not only the loudest, it's truly waterproof, and it's got an ultra-long battery life. You can match it to your man or your favorite outdoorsman's favorite collegiate color combinations. You can mix and match the color of the box with a custom handle and create your team colors. It is perfect for hunting, fishing, tailgating, backyard parties, any outdoorsman in your family. If you want to have a present that you can give under the tree that people are going to go, yes, this is awesome. Where did you get it? Oh, my gosh. And use it all the time. You need to go to TurtleBoxAudio.com. TurtleBoxAudio.com. You also get $20 off and free shipping with the code Ben. So make sure you use the promo code Ben at checkout. Go to TurtleBoxAudio.com. That's turtleboxaudio.com, promo code Ben, to get the ultimate Christmas gift for any guy on your list. Now, if you look back at this story and what this guy is now trying to sell us, and and that's it, well, we just didn't know. And everything I was thinking about was going off. There was this, had all the markings. Why didn't you ask a question? Why didn't you make a phone call? Did you even call the Biden administration? Right? Did you call the Biden campaign? Take a listen to the rest of his answer. Everything about it looked like a hack and leak and smelled like a hack and
1: leak, but it didn't get there for me. When you feel a responsibility to protect the integrity of the conversations on a platform from foreign governments expending their resources to interfere in an election, um, there were lots of reasons why the entire industry was on alert and was nervous. But a mistake. And... Again, for me, even
0: with all of those factors, it didn't get there for me. It didn't get there for me. So in other words, you as a hardcore liberal scumbag at Twitter didn't want to believe that the Biden crime family could be doing business with the Russians. In fact, whoring out the American government. That's what you're saying. If I even believe what you're saying right now, like that's that's your line here. That's what you're claiming here. This is why when I give you this information, I ask you, please share it. Tell all your family and friends about this, because now these guys are out there trying to rewrite history on the history of why they decided to silence a story that would have changed the outcome of the election. We know from polling, the majority of Americans said if they would have known that the laptop was real, they probably wouldn't have voted for the now president of the United States of America, Joe Biden. But this guy is sitting there wanting you to feel sorry for him. Well, it had all the markings. We did the right thing. Did you ask any questions? Did you listen to any of the email or or, or any of the voicemails on the laptop? Did you ask any questions about the information? Did you say directly to the Biden team, hey, is this real or not? Because there are people that were asking that question. They didn't announce it. The problem was it had all the markings of it being real and you want an excuse. You wanted an excuse so that you didn't have to report on it. And the reason why you didn't ask those questions is because I believe, in fact, they did know it was real. They knew that this laptop was real. You couldn't fake all of those pictures that were coming out. You couldn't fake all those emails. You couldn't fake the documents. You couldn't fake the timelines of those documents. Okay, let's let's be really, really intellectually honest about what happened back then when this story broke. When the, when, when the New York Post broke the story on Hunter Biden, it wasn't even a moment later they went into damage control, and Twitter and Facebook and everybody else started silencing and censoring the story because they all knew this was so damning that it could bring down the Biden chance of being the president, and it would allow Donald Trump to win again. All right, real quick, let me pause and tell you about our incredible friends over at Patriot Mobile. They are America's only Christian conservative cell phone provider. They want to make it easy for you to try switching to Patriot Mobile from whatever service you have right now. You can give them 60 days to show you why I use Patriot Mobile and why you should make the switch. Right now, when you try Patriot Mobile for two months, you get your third month free. Plus, you get free activation. Now, they offer nationwide coverage on the best 4G and 5G networks, and they use the same exact cell towers of all of the three other major carriers. You're going to get the same coverage you have right now. You get the same great service. You get to keep your same cell phone number if you want to. You can even usually use the same phone you have in your hand right now. Now, why do you want to switch? When you do, they actually stand up for our First and Second Amendment rights, and they give a portion of your bill every month back to conservative Christian causes That we all believe in. So if you're ready to support a company that's fighting to preserve our God-given rights and our freedoms, just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson. Or you can call them 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. If you're fed up with woke companies that don't care about your values, support a company that actually does. Make the switch today. Get a free month of service plus free activation PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson or 972-PATRIOT. What Twitter ultimately did was they decided we have to protect Joe Biden. We're going to say that because some FBI agents came to us and warned us about possible disinformation, that that will be all we need is justification to limit a story right before the election and act like it's not even happening. This ex-Twitter safety chief saying, it just didn't get there for me. It just didn't get there for me. I, I was just worried about this. He's having, again, this is at a, 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 an event yesterday. Conversations on democracy in the digital age, it just didn't get there for me. How did it not get there for you? Everyone who saw this, and, and I had Democrats, I wanna make that clear, okay? I, I had Democrats who were saying it got there for them and they knew how damning it was. That's why they went into the mode they went into, which was to just say, oh, it's disinformation. We can't talk about it. So it was a mistake. In my opinion, yes.
2: That's pretty significant, Kara, to say it was a mistake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, they did already. Actually, Jack Dorsey did. And so, um, so he was reiterating that for him that he did. What happened was he got targeted by the right wing as being the one who made the decision. He didn't. He actually didn't want to remove it. And, and-
0: I-, I love this. Well, I got targeted by the right wing. All right. So this is this girl, girl named Kara Swisher. She has a, a, a podcast called Pivot. She's now blaming the right wing instantly when asked to comment on this, this shocking moment from the former head of trust and safety at Twitter. And saying, well, I mean, they've already admitted this. Is, they made a mistake. Let's move on from this. In fact, the right-wing media is coming after them now. It was the right-wing that's attacking them. You should feel sorry for Twitter people now, like Jack Dorsey. And you should feel sorry for this ex-Twitter safety chief admitting
2: the Hunter Biden laptop suppression was a mistake. Listen! He was reiterating that for him, that he did... What happened was he got targeted by the right-wing as being the one who made the decision. He didn't. He actually didn't want to remove it. And, and pretty viciously. Um, and so he his point was that they were all on alert to this having happened before, and that uh, that they should have been very careful. I, I would agree with them, they made a mistake. And so that's what he was saying, they should have not done it. Um, it wasn't life threatening necessarily, um, but it was, and so they should have waited to see how it turned out. And that's what he said, it's a mistake they made. And lots of lots of uh, news organizations and uh, and media companies, and this is a media company make mistakes, and that's what he was saying.
0: Okay, it's not a mistake. It was deliberate interference in a presidential election because you, as as the members of the media said, just like CNN did, where they're having this conversation now, eight hundred days later. Okay, eight hundred days later, you're having this conversation. Why? Because they know the House is going to expose this, and they also know that Elon Musk is going to release the documents. So they have to have this conversation now because the Twitter CEO Elon Musk teased last week that he might release more information on how the social media company censored the Hunter Biden laptop story during the 2020 presidential election cycle. He has also said in a tweet, Elon Musk has said, that Twitter interfered in elections in the United States of America. The same thing, by the way, that the United States government was terrified was happening from the Russians, right? We should never allow anyone to interfere in our elections. Who was interfering? Twitter, Facebook. And who was giving them the information that they needed to interfere in our elections? The United States government. Take a moment for me and just think about what I just said. The United States government who is warning the American people about uh, interference in our free and fair elections was actually interfering in our elections and using the fear of somebody interfering in our elections as a reason for the these companies to then justify literally interfering with our presidential elections. That's what happened. That's what we know now. Like, it's obvious you can't get around it. You can't say it didn't happen. You can't you can't say that's not what they're saying. That's exactly what they're saying. And the reason why the ex Twitter chief is coming out now this way, right? The former head of trust and safety coming out. In this sit-down with a journalist, Kara Swisher, saying, well, we made a mistake, but we, we didn't know what to believe. We didn't know what was true. Why didn't you ask more questions? If you didn't know what to believe and you didn't know it was true, then why didn't you ask more questions? And then he says, and ultimately for me, it didn't reach a place where I was comfortable removing this content from Twitter, Ross said. But it set off every single one of my finely tuned APT 28 hack and leak campaign alarm bells. Roth repeatedly, by the way, reiterated that despite big tech companies, high alert status and his personal feelings of responsibility to protect the, quote, integrity of conversations from foreign governments and attempting to interfere in elections, it never rose to the level where he believed the story should be censored. Okay, so the U.S. government warns you of election interference. You guys just believe the government no matter what. You don't ask any questions. You don't look at the pictures. You don't look at the bank statements. You don't look at the flight schedules. You don't look at the emails. You don't ask any questions about what the New York Post reported on and all of the stuff they had to back it up. You don't look at any of it. None of it. And you immediately just say, okay, well, this must be what the government was talking about. That's what you decide to do. Really? That's it. I will never trust our government again the same way I do before after seeing and witnessing that. I want to make that clear. I will never ever, ever trust them any longer. They tell us that we should be worried about Russia or China interfering. No, we should be worried about the United States government deliberately interfering. Never forget, if you go back to the Facebook CEO, and if you remember the Facebook CEO, he came out and said that these people, these random people from the government, the FBI, came to them and warned them, of Russian information, that's what Mark Zuckerberg said. He was like, "Well, they showed up, and you know, they they told us some shocking things, and and we just we just believed them, right? That's what we did. We just believed them, and yeah, we got it wrong. It sucks, right? He described it as, uh, well, if you were wrongly accused of of, of a crime." And then you're found innocent at trial, but they, you still had to go through that. And as he put it, it sucks. Okay. So that's it. Just, yeah, it sucks. We hate it. Right. We we went through this and we really, really hate it. The FBI came to us. what did you want us to do? I'm just the CEO of the most powerful publishing company in America. I mean, because I mean, it turned out after the fact,
1: I mean, the fact checkers looked into it. No one was able to say it was false. Right. So, so basically it had this period where it was getting less distribution. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I I, but I think like, I I think it probably it sucks, though, I think in the same way that probably having to go through like a criminal trial, but being proven innocent in the end sucks. Like it still sucks to have, have like that you had to go through a criminal trial, but at the end you're
0: free. So there you go. Mark Zuckerberg says FBI came to Facebook warning of Russian propaganda dump before Hunter Biden laptop story. We just did what the government told us to do. So when all these guys come out now and try to whitewash all this, no. Don't buy it. Don't believe them. Absolutely not. I'm going to keep watching this and calling out these idiots when they do these types of things. Because it's important that people understand what they're trying to do. They know that the lid is about to come off this Joe Biden corruption scandal. Screw Hunter Biden. Okay, this is about Joe Biden. They know with the Republicans controlling the House that that's what this is going to be all about. So be prepared for that, okay? The other part about this that I also think is incredibly important to understand is that all of these people who are trying to act like they knew nothing about this knew every part of it. They were not in the dark and they were never in the dark. In fact, they knew probably more about it than we do now because they're the ones understood how important it was to cover it up. So think about it from that perspective as well. All right, I want to get to two other stories, one dealing with Apple and the other dealing with XTF. Uh, And I had a conversation earlier with U.S. Senator Marsha Blackburn, and I want you to hear what she had to say. I want to just get your initial reaction you know, it, 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 I'm not shocked. You've got a, the number two Democratic donor in the midterm elections, this guy who was running XTF, being interviewed by a Democratic operative in George Stephanopoulos, but he did not ask him a single question in this interview that just aired about how much money he was giving to Democrats. He was the second biggest donor in the midterms. He had publicly said he wanted to give billions, not millions, but billions in the presidential race to Democratic candidates. How does this guy not have to answer that question? Is that something that that, that Congress can get an answer about, about were you bribing basically the Democrats to not regulate you real quick?
2: And what you're going to see with the House Financial Services Committee, they are going to bring him in. They're going to put him under oath and get the testimony as to exactly what happened. What kind of scheme was this? Was it a Ponzi scheme? Uh, And I I think this is one of those stories, Ben, that is developing. We're going to see uh, quite a bit about this as the House begins to take that issue up when they come back under Republican control in January.
0: I hope they ask this question, because it's interesting that this thing collapses just a couple of days after the midterms. That, to me, seems more than fishy, Senator. And the amount of money that was flowing into the Democratic coffers literally days and weeks before the election day tells me it was almost like, here's a little bit. Here's a little bit of your take. Just let me operate for a few more days.
2: We will find out exactly what happened there. When you look at the amount of money that he was giving to Democrat candidates and to these environmental social justice governance causes, it does raise eyebrows. And as you said, he wanted to put billions into these liberal causes.
0: I want to move to um, the other big story, and it was a question that was asked. Of the White House, it deals with Twitter. Uh, Fox News Channel. Peter Ducey asked the White House press secretary uh, about the White House uh, using Twitter because they're at war, trying to basically silence Twitter, shut down Twitter. There's been these uh, it, th- these you know statements that have been put out that um, they may be de-platformed from Apple, from the App Store, and you've got a fix for that. But first, I want everybody to hear the response from the White House about possibly deleting the Twitter account of the White House.
1: On another subject, when are you guys going to delete the White House Twitter account?
2: Why would we do that?
1: Well, you're saying that you're keeping an eye on Twitter because it might not be a suitable platform, so why use it?
2: Look... I want to be very clear here. The president has always said, and he has been very very uh, clear in his belief, that it is important of social media platforms to continue to take steps to reduce hate speech and misinformation. And he will continue to say that. uh, But media platforms make independent choices about their information uh, that they present. And so, uh, look, I I don't have anything to share on any policy or any changes that we will be making. Uh, We have multiple platforms, as you know, uh, that we utilize uh, to communicate with the American people when
1: you say Senator,
0: the- it's it's brilliant the way the White House is handling this right now they and other Democrats in the media are basically beating the drum that hey Apple hey Google and you put it in your words you said they currently have a stranglehold on companies and have used their leverage to bully businesses Apple alleged, uh, allegedly threatened to uh, to remove Twitter from its app store Then they have this meeting with Elon Musk, and they're like, okay, it was a misunderstanding. I don't buy that excuse for a second. But how do we take away this power where they can literally decide and pick and choose what apps are are accessible to the majority of Americans that have iPhones and and, and basically pick and choose winners in the App Store?
2: Well, and that is what they have been doing. It is why Senator Blumenthal and I developed a legislation that Ben has wide bipartisan support. So much support that it came out of Senate Judiciary Committee on a unanimous vote, and we're waiting for it to be scheduled on the floor. It is called the Open App Market Act. What it will do specifically is to remove Apple for the iPhone and Google Store For the Android as the purveyor of quote unquote approved apps that can go on your phone. And quite honestly, I believe that you, the consumer, should decide what you want on your phone, not Tim Cook and uh, his minions over there at Apple. So our bill would free up these app innovators so that they're not having to pay 30% of their profits to. Apple or Google to put it on their store, and then consumers are mandated to use the Apple payment system or Google payment system. See, this is a big revenue stream for them, and it is why why they don't want to give that up. They want that control. You know, bear in mind The left wanted the Ministry of Disinformation bear in mind that they wanted to work and apparently did work with tech during the 2016, 2018, 2020, 2022 election cycles to determine what would be censored by these tech platforms.
0: Election so interference is what you're basically saying, right? Because that's what that's what Elon Musk has tweeted out uh, recently. He said he is going to make the files available. He's going to show the world. He described as election interference, how Twitter was actually involved in election interference. Isn't that what they accused uh, Donald Trump and the Russians of doing before the 2016 election? When in reality, it looks like the Democratic Party and Twitter were involved in election interference. And if they were, I have to assume that Facebook was doing the same thing because they always mimicked each other.
2: They did indeed mimic one another in what they chose to push forward. This is why these content moderators, it is why I have um, encouraged and tried to push the issue of content moderators being located across the country, not all right there in Silicon Valley, because the Democrats use the media and big tech to push their narrative and when i was questioning christopher ray a couple of months ago in senate judiciary committee i asked him if he was willing now to finally admit that russia collusion was all a hoax because what did we find out it wasn't the republicans it wasn't donald trump you had the democrats that were in here creating false information. And then they were using the media to push this out. And this is why I'm looking forward to some of these oversight hearings where with the house under Republican control, where we can get back to putting the attention on uh, cleaning this up because the way the Democrats have worked with, The media, the way they've worked with social media to silence individuals, to make certain that a particular narrative was was pushed forward and another narrative was restrained. Uh, This is something we want to get to the bottom of. I think Elon Musk making these files and company records public is going to shed a lot of light on this activity.
0: You mentioned Tim Cook a couple of times. I wanna get your reaction to the fact that uh, it looks like Apple is working hand in hand with China to silence the protests and to shut down the people. Now, before I get into more of this story, I want to say thank you and tell you about our good friends at Legacy Precious Metals. Without them, the show wouldn't be possible. And if you have not looked at gold and silver as a way to protect your hard-earned dollars against what's happening on Wall Street with inflation, it's time for you to call them and get the Free Investor's Guide. Why? Because so many around the world are now using gold and silver, and historically they have for decades as a protection, a hedge against inflation, which is exactly what we're dealing with right now. If you're terrified to look at your retirement account, your 401k statement because of what's happening on Wall Street, that's all the more reason why you should call and get the Investor's Guide in gold and silver. Protect your hard-earned money and diversify. Call them and get the Free Investor's Guide from Legacy Precious Metals. 1-866-751-2218. one 866 five one twenty two eighteen or online at legacy I want to go back to the story they have only in China uh, basically stopped their phone from being able to use airdrop and airdrop is a way that people can communicate with one another even if the internet is shut down even if the the phone lines uh, the data is shut down, which has been happening all over China as the people that have been standing up. And Apple did exactly what I guess the communist Chinese government said we want you to do, which is shut down, airdrop. People are communicating. This is Tim Cook in the United States of America running this company, helping the Chinese Communist Party silence these citizens who are being brutally attacked, beaten, and disappearing. They're having they're they're having the doors of their apartment buildings literally welded shut. You had this fire which started all these protests where there were doors that were nailed shut, so the first responders couldn't get to the people fast enough, and it caused more people to die. And, and and yet here we are with a CEO of an American company who is doing the bidding to silence the Chinese people.
2: And it is just um, this is something so distressing when you see it and you know that uh, the Chinese Communist Party, and let's be clear on this. We're talking about the Chinese Communist Party and and opposing them. And we are supporting the Chinese people who are fighting for their lives and their freedom and. What you had was the CCP tell Huawei, which is a Chinese company that does technology, does broadband, does uh, phones and equipment, they cut their phones off. And then for Apple and the iPhone, they had Apple in China disable AirDrop. Now, You will remember when the Russians went into Ukraine, the US with the open technology fund, which is something I helped to get in gear under President Trump. And what we did was to put up a pathway for Ukrainians to get on, um, on the internet and be able to get their pictures, their videos, their communication out. You also had some in Russia that were fighting Putin that would use this because they had no access to Internet. My question is, why isn't the Open Technology Fund doing what we did in Ukraine, doing what we did in Cuba, doing what we have done in other areas where the government shut down the Internet? This is why you do not want a government-controlled Internet. And we put the Open Technology Fund into place and got got those communications out they need to be doing this in china also
0: last question for you trudeau uh, i did think it was incredibly hypocritical but it was still um he said it he criticized china for silencing their people even though he was silencing his own with the truck drivers up there we'll leave that for another day just want to put it out there but he came out with a strong statement Uh, against China. You had uh, the the prime minister, new prime minister in the UK coming out saying the golden era is over uh, between his country and China. And yet we do not have a statement, a strong statement at all. In fact, we have an awkward statement from this White House about what's happening in China right now. How compromised do you think the Biden regime is I, I look at the statement from the White House on China and I sit there and I'm like, all right, what dirt do they have on them from all the Chinese business deals? We just had this oil from the Strategic Oil Reserves go to this Chinese communist company that apparently, at least in their own paperwork, Hunter Biden still has a piece of. But do you think part of the silence is because they're compromised by China because of the amount of money that's coming to their family?
2: one would look at the 30 million dollars that the Biden incorporated uh side of the family has pulled in from deals with China that is not a hypothetical number that is a number that has been has been substantiated and verified and what we are very concerned about is the fact that we've had that one statement out of the White House if they support the Chinese protesters. Well, we need a little bit more than a word. Our allies need to know that we are going to hold Xi Jinping and the Chinese Communist Party to account for the atrocities that are taking place right now. Also, for what they've done, the genocide they're carrying out on the Uyghurs. Uh, The atrocities to the Mongolians, the Tibetans, Uh, the way they have fought the Hong Kong Freedom Fighters, the fact that they are taking Jimmy Lai to court in Hong Kong to punish him for being a newspaper reporter and holding the Chinese Communist Party to account for an agreement that they made to let Hong Kong have a separate form of governance. We need to be very mindful of how they are bullying Taiwan and continue to support the Taiwanese people. We need to be supporting these island nations in the Indo-Pacific. They are on the front line of fighting the Chinese Communist Party. They need to know that the United States of America and our people stand solidly, resolutely, without hesitation, with the people around the globe that are fighting for their freedom.
0: No doubt about it. Senator, I appreciate your time. We'll have you back again real soon. Good to talk to you. All right, don't forget, share this podcast with your family and friends. Please write us a five-star review to help us reach more people, and we will see you back here tomorrow. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4 slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben.
1: More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia.
0: He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael